This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Gunatil. Back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time on what is North London Derby Day. I am so enthralled and nervous and excited and filled with st- no dread at all. Absolutely none. No, I wasn't even going to go down a negative route at all because it's only positivity that we need this morning as we go into what is the biggest game of the season so far. Game kicks off at 12.30pm UK time just after midday. I'll be doing the minute by minute for football.london. Um, so if you've got any videos and fan videos and predictions that you'd like to send in that could be featured on the, vo- on the blog, please do use hashtag FLArsenal on Twitter with your thoughts and I'll try and get them into the blog as best I can. Um, but most of all, good morning, everybody joining us live in the chat box. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. I hope you are looking forward to today's events. Good morning to Martin and Anthony and Ahmed and Kaiser, uh, Odorile and Olu and Matt G and PJ and Steve. Good morning, guys. Mark NSW and Peter and uh, Gunnar 8 David. We've got plenty more of you as well. Looking forward to seeing plenty of your reactions to the game. Uh, I'll be doing a reaction show today at about five o'clock UK time. So do make sure you tune in this afternoon to get my reaction to the game. Tomorrow morning's 8am show will be more fallout from, of course, the fixture and plenty more to discuss as well. But I'm looking forward to getting that sorted today. There'll also be a reaction show straight after the game over on the Arsenal way. Um, So do join us for that one as well, because it's going to be an interesting one. I can think we can all agree on that. Uh, do make sure you drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Also, please do vote for us in the Football Content Awards. All of the links to vote on the website, the Instagram, the Twitter are all in the video description. So you're one click or actually you're three clicks if you want to vote for us three times uh, away from helping support the show. So please do. We have been nominated now for Best Club Content Creator 
in the Premier League. It'd be great if we can go a little bit further than we did last year. Uh, Arsenal's uh, preview show for the Tottenham game today was recorded and published yesterday evening. So if you've not yet watched that preview, I endeavour or encourage you to endeavour to go and give that a watch. A good chat about kind of where Arsenal are at, where Spurs are at, the injury issues, the lineup predictions, uh, scoreline predictions. So if you're asking me in the show, what do I think is going to happen? Go and watch our preview. All of it is covered in there. Uh, let's go to our first main story, though. Yesterday, it was announced that Arsenal and Adidas have agreed a partnership through until 2030. This will be a significant financial boost to Arsenal once again. Details of the amount of money that has been agreed in this deal are yet to surface. As soon as that does, we'll, of course, be talking about it and how that might benefit Arsenal. The last deal was around £300 million. So there's hope that hopefully Arsenal can get more than that even. But the best news about this deal is that Arsenal will continue to be, uh, or Arsenal's kits will be continued to be manufactured by arguably, I think, the best in terms of design, uh, how good the kits are. It's a great bit of news for Arsenal fans. You know, the black kit this season is is one of my favourites, could potentially be one of my favourites of all time. So knowing that the kit manufacturer of Adidas remains the same going forwards, I think is is absolutely excellent news uh, for the future of Arsenal's look and design into the future. And it was also nice to see our good friend of the show, Clive, voice over the advert as well. So a massive congratulations, of course, to you, Clive, for continuing your work with Arsenal. Fantastic to see. Now, Chelsea have held a secret medical for Arsenal transfer target Christopher Nkunku. Arsenal were linked with the player when Unai Emery was in charge. Uh, links with Arsenal have dimmed since then, although there has still been... Uh, links to suggest Arsenal continue to hold an interest in the player. However, Chelsea are looking to get ahead of the rest by activating that release clause that is said to be around £56 million in the summer. Uh, he does require Champions League football as a must, it is said. So if Arsenal potentially could secure that and Chelsea were to somehow miss out, maybe that would give Arsenal a chance of potentially usurping Chelsea for the player. However, it has to be said that Nkuku has not really been on the radar of Arsenal on a serious capacity for quite some time. Now, before the game today, North London Forever will, of course, be played. And I've seen this going around on social media, so I wanted to do my bit to encourage more of you. If you are indeed going to the game today, do get involved. Do learn the words. Do I mean, I know that not everyone likes the song. That's fine. It's not about whether or not you like the song today. It's about creating the absolute best atmosphere that we could possibly ask for. Uh, so just before the game starts, of course, the song will be played through the speaker. So get involved. Create that crazy atmosphere. And, of course, help support the boys as best you can. Now, Gabriel Jesus has done an interview with the Arsenal website in which he talked about him uh, kind of taking part in his first North London derby. He said, I've played a few derbies before and I can feel what it means to play a derby game. Of course, I've never played here before. The North London derby will be my first and I want to win like every game. I understand it's a derby. It's a different game. Uh, it's, a, it's a game that's different from most, but at the same point, it's a game. And it's a game we have to focus on and do our job because we are playing at home. We have to think about just doing our game. It's our home. Everyone, I believe, has their individual preparation. I do think players like Bakayo do things I don't, so it's individual. But sometimes I think it's good to show something to the group that shows we remember the past too, that we live in the past and learn from that. I think that was asking basically around, um, you know, Stuart McFarlane being part of the, the team talk uh, ahead of the game. And having kind of that opportunity to link in something so uh, connected, I think that in that moment, the Stuart McFarlane team talk really did highlight, I feel, 
from a social perspective, just how many people are and aren't on boards with kind of this current regime and how this is going. I'd really struggled with those that found that kind of cringy in a way. And I know there was a fair number of people that thought it was a bit cringy that the club photographer was doing a team talk, but I don't think you could think of anything cleverer to get a team more up for a game than getting someone who's at their absolute core, Arsenal through and through, giving them a team talk about what Arsenal means and trying to portray that across the players. And of course it worked because we went on to win that game. What will happen today or what has happened in the last 48 hours and how Arteta wants to inspire his side for this one. It will be intriguing to see if that indeed has happened or what has happened. Maybe we'll hear more about that in the days to come. Um, Four players, however, were missing from the training pictures that were released yesterday. Partey, Tierney, Zinchenko and Takahiro Tomiyasu all were not uh, seen in the training photos. That does not mean, though, that they didn't train. That does not mean that none of them are available for the game today either. Um, But what I would say is that we need to be cautious about what we have and haven't seen in those pitches. Arsenal have been a lot more savvy and in the know that people are using a lot of the photos to try and infer potential team news. And it's gone against Arsenal in the past. So they are being a little bit more clever with the photos that they release of training. Um, But as you can see, William Saliba took part. Plenty of the other players, of course, took part as well. Martin Odegaard was involved as well, which is a positive because he wasn't available for that game against Brentford. So, yes, um, really happy to see that there's so many players that weren't available for Brentford, hopefully going to be involved in this one as well. Uh, Mikel Arteta was, of course, asked about the fitness of those players. He was asked about the conditions of the likes of Partey and Zinchenko, etc. He says, we've just finished the last training session. Obviously, we had many players arriving yesterday. So we had a short period to prepare for the match, but the boys are looking in good condition. Um, He was then kind of pushed on whether or not Zinchenko, Partey and Tini were part of the squad. And he simply replied, they are part of the team. Um, So, I mean, he's tried to kind of be a little bit clever with it, but uh, I also think that it's certainly a... uh, I think it's a mind game tactic. I just think it's that's what's happening. I think that we're not naive to this anymore. Um, hopefully Partey is going to be in there. I think if we're in a position where we can start him and then take him off to preserve him for the Liverpool game, for the you know the, the Europa, Europa League games, if we need to use him, you know we need to be a little bit clever. It was interesting listening to the Arsenal Vision podcast talk about the minutes that Partey played for Atletico. It was a really good piece of research by Elliot about it. So it's worth certainly giving that a listen if you haven't done so already. But Arteta spoke about a number of other things as well. We talked about kind of the risk to the players at the start of such a busy period. He says we have to go game by game and then form uh, and then with form and performances plus how the players are mentally and physically will dictate how we use them. But for sure, we are going to need everyone. The schedule is hectic and very demanding and we need to think carefully about how we use and load the players. Um, he talked a little bit more about the the Smith Rowe injury as well. He said, and whether he'll be back after the World Cup. He said, hopefully, yes, we had to make a decision because we couldn't continue the uncertainty as to whether we have him or have him with certain conditions. We needed to draw a line, so we made that decision, and he was the first one demanding that he wanted to make the decision, and we supported that, and we have to prepare him to get back stronger than he was. Uh, I've said, you know, since we talked about this news about Emil Smith Rowe, that his injury, his um, surgery is going to be absolutely key. It's going to be crucial to getting him back to hopefully what we know he can deliver 
And that's always going to be part and parcel of, of whether or not he's going to succeed is whether he can stay fit because he's certainly got the talent. We all know that. And that is all of today's stories. We're going to move ahead to the Q&A now and your questions in the chat box after this quick break. Do drop a like before you leave if you're not tuning in for the question section, which I know some of you don't, which is absolutely fine. You listen to what and whatever you like as part of the show. But do drop a like and subscribe as we head towards, fingers crossed, by Christmas, maybe 40,000 subscribers. After this quick break, though, we'll be back with your questions. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So yes, do vote for us in the Football Content Awards. Links to how to vote on Twitter, Instagram and on the website are in the video description down below. So make sure that you voted for us three different ways uh, if you haven't done so already. Uh, let's jump into the chat then and tackle some of your comments. Um, RC9 says, welcome back, Tom. Have you managed to catch up on the Halen documentary? I've watched episode one. <laughs> I knew I thought I was going to try to try and watch all of it. It's amazing how with so much time you end up not doing the things that you thought you were going to do. So I'm still behind on these episodes uh there's been a lot going on despite relaxing on a sun lounger just end up watching other things weirdly but uh i'm gonna get into that as soon as i feasibly possibly can i've got a day off on wednesday so i think i'm gonna be able to do uh watch some more of it then but uh the first episode was good i enjoyed it and it set a good tone for what was hopefully going to be a good series of six episodes uh mad g says do you remember when we nearly sold jacka to roma for 12 million pounds <laughs> yeah how much of a mistake that could have been uh, for Arsenal because he has certainly been absolutely excellent for us. Uh, Gunnar David says, news on Loan Watch. Uh, we did our Loan Watch show, of course, over the break. The next Loan Watch show will be uh, very soon this month. I'm going to reach out to people uh, about games very soon, potentially coming out this week. So don't worry, a Loan Watch show will be returning um, potentially this week. I've just got to collate more and, you know, there's not been too many games with the international break. So Probably going to leave it a little bit and get some more games and data before we do a Lone Watch episode once again. Uh, let's scroll up in our chat box uh, and get some more comments. Kevin says, good morning, TGT family and Tom. Have been unable to watch the shows over the last few weeks due to work commitments. Hope you've had a good honeymoon. Thanks, mate. I have indeed. Thanks for kindly supporting the show. Uh, Perez, I'm in the live show. It's been a while, guys. Show some love uh, to Tom Vote and keep voting at the FCAs. Thank you so much, mate. I really, really appreciate it. Um, no Fox Given says, my friend lives five minutes from the stadium. So before the game, it's going to be great to go and soak up that pre-match atmosphere. If you are going to the game today, um, have an amazing time, get involved with the electric atmosphere, help create what is hopefully going to be an absolute cauldron of noise for Arsenal today. That's going to be key. Uh, Benjamin Neal says, Tom, would you rather face Richarlison or Kulisevsky? Uh, I would personally rather face Richarlison. I think that Kulisevsky is an underrated player for Spurs. He's overshadowed, of course, by Kane and Son, but uh, has been a really solid signing for him, much better than I thought he was going to be, in all honesty. Uh, Richarlison's a little bit more chaotic and you don't necessarily know what you're going to get from him and he does seem quite well matched for a North London derby but I still think I'd rather face him than Richarlison 
Um, ben says, Tom, do you think Arteta will play a high back line knowing the Spurs' ability to counter-attack? Ben, I think that Arteta is going to play the way in which he knows this Arsenal team can play. Uh, we have played with a high line. We do have quick players in our defence. That's not necessarily too much of a problem if we do get caught in behind sometimes. If you think back to last season when we played and lost that game at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, we had Cedric holding Gabriel and Tommy Yasu as a back four. And we're changing that to White, Saliba, Gabriel and Tierney. It's significantly as a step up, especially on our right-hand side. So I think we've got the pace, the recovery speed, all of that to be able to deal with still playing a high line. I don't think we can let Spurs' style infer how we play because at the end of the day, we managed to hit them three times on the counter at the home game last season. It was a strange dynamic, but we were actually the side that benefited on the counter-attack. We need to be able to do what we can do and play like we did in the Brentford game, you know, and be dominant, be um, commanding and ultimately, and most importantly, clinical when we do create those chances. Uh, good morning, Ahmed. Good morning to Ray. Hope you're doing well, my friends. Matty Gunner says, it's great to see you're doing good and well, Tom. Thanks, mate. I feel like it'll be a midfield battle today. We all know how Huiberg can be. Do you think Xhaka and Partey will finally boss this midfield? If Partey is there, then great. You know, Benton Kaur and Huiberg have been having, you know, so much praise. The amount of combined 11s I've seen with those two in is mad because Xhaka has been not just the best Arsenal midfielder this season, but the, one of the best midfielders in the Premier League this season. Uh, he certainly goes in for me about Huiberg. Partey's unavailability has been a problem. Um, and I was chatting to Alistair Gold, of course, a uh, colleague at Football London, who's the Tottenham Hotspur correspondent on the Arsenal way and our Behind Enemy Line show. And he put both Huiberg and Bentoncourt in a joint 11. Uh, did have a good explanation for it, in fairness. But uh, I, I just think that Xhaka and Partey are a level above and we should really be looking to dominate a midfield game today. Uh, Perez says, today we batter the Spurs. What will be the perfect scenario for you? For me, a Jesus hat-trick and an Erdegaard brace of an assists uh, and then Saka and Martinelli combining for the goal of the season. I mean, you've pretty much summed up the dream scenario. I'd love to see Saliba score. I'd love to see an own goal from Harry Kane. That'd be great. Um, a clean sheet would be fantastic. Dominating them, playing our game, showing how much of a difference there is between us and them. That's what I want to see today. It needs to be a brilliant, strong performance. Um, Ben says, the lighting is doing favours today, mate. You finally look like you saw a bit of sun on your honeymoon. <laughs> Thanks, pal. Um, Shaf says, hi, my first ever comment on here. Where do you expect to be in the league going into the World Cup? In the top four, that has to be the aim. Continuing to be in the top four absolutely has to be where Arsenal remain for the whole of this season. Uh, that has to be what we're aiming to achieve. Uh, Red Star says, the game is on at 9.30 in Australia. I'll be able to watch it live this time. Yeah, an early kickoff Premier League-wise is very good for our Far Eastern listeners uh, who are tuning in in the evening. So really good one for you. Uh, yeah, laughing man as well. Finally, great time to watch a game, 7.30 p.m., in the evening. Uh, fantastic stuff. I'm glad that you guys are able to do it. Our Western listeners, however, are going to be getting up very early in the morning uh, to watch the derby. Some at six, some at four. I know it's going to be crazy for some people to be able to watch the game today. Um, Ray says, I've heard that Eve Basuma doesn't understand Antonio Conte's tactics. Yes, I've heard that as well. Um, I've also heard potentially there could be a midfield three today from Spurs with Basuma, Huyberg and Benton Core. So that's going to be intriguing to see whether or not that happens. Uh, Amira says, morning, Tom. Hypothetically, could Tomiyasu be a six? He has the distribution. He has the attributes, in my opinion. Ruiz the game well, calm under pressure, defensively solid, physically dominating and bipedal uh, and great in the air, etc. 
I don't think so. No, I think he is uh, a player that goes in any of the back four positions. I think he can play across any of those. I personally don't think he has the mobility that you'd need for that sweeper kind of role. Uh, whereas I think Ben White does have that same kind of mobility and dynamism, uh, if you like. So whilst I think physically Tommy Asu has got the abilities, I'm not sure he does the same way that I would have confidence in putting Ben White in that role if we needed him to. But who knows? He could play there and prove me wrong. So there's always a possibility. Uh, Cass says, always nervous when it's a North London derby, uh, but I'm praying for the win. Couldn't care less regarding the score. Just need to win this game. Uh, Alpha says, I survived work yesterday and, and uh, made it to the live stream. Come on, you gooners. So looking forward to this. I reckon we'll win and finally expose their poor passing and put them to bed. Let's go, Gunners. Have a great day all. And that is true. Spurs' passing has not necessarily been that great. They've lost a lot of possession and turnovers throughout the course of this season. If they try and be a bit you know, clever and pass it around the back, you'd expect our pressures and our energy to be able to turn over possession very quickly and hit them on the counter in our own way. So, that's really what we've been. We've got to look. We've got to look to do is to try and turn over possession, keep possession sensibly, and be clinical when it matters. Um, Abe says, "What are your thoughts on Locatelli's rumours surf- resurfacing? I'd love to see him at Arsenal. I'd be surprised if it happened. Um, but Juventus aren't particularly doing great right now, and Arsenal look even to be a better potential project than the Juve project is right now. Who knows what will change if Antonio Conte ends up going there? I am." Um, Willing that to happen. Really willing uh, Conte to up Lee Spurs and go off to Juve. Uh, Fuad says, where do you see Spurs being weakest? Their right-hand side. Um, not only, is, of course, does it not have Kane and Son, it has either one of Kulisevsky or Richarlison, who you know are good players, but they're not the same level of Kane and Son. But mainly it's their right wing-back situation. Either, is it going to be Emerson? Is it going to be Doherty? Is it going to be Perisic? Who knows? They might have Perisic there. I think that the right-hand side's um, of Spurs' defence is where we can potentially get in behind. I know Romero covers well, but I just think that that's an area that you'd hope Martinelli would have some joy uh, in that position. So, fingers crossed, we're going to get the opportunities to play our game in that way. Uh, Gary says, I think Tommy is a better footballer than Ben White, and I think he should uh, simply play right back once he's fit. Uh, that's an interesting point, Gary, because I think Ben White's been one of our best players this season, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, I wouldn't be dropping Ben White in these big games a bit at right back at all. I think he's been excellent. Paul says, will we play a high line or drop back a bit? I think we'll play the same way that we've been playing all season, Paul. I really don't think we're going to see too much change in how we play our game. Um, Martin says, Jesus versus Eric Dyer. It's game over. Dyer has been pretty decent this season. That's why he's got his place back in the England side. But he's always going to be a player that you think you can uh, exploit. So, fingers crossed, Arsenal are going to be able to do that as well. Uh, Amapiano says, uh, big up Gooners. I'm happy I can watch the game before work. Uh, 3-2 for the Arsenal. Love from Namibia, Africa. Thank you so much for joining us from uh, all the way that way down the world, uh, which I was there not so long ago. Uh, Avlife says, Tom, if we work to collect four points from the next two Premier League games, that's Spurs and Liverpool, uh, would that be the final piece of the puzzle in showing the world that our project was real and it's on our way to completion? No. Uh, I think if we were to win both games, it certainly is something of a statement. Um, but four points in the next two, I don't necessarily think is a progression for Arsenal. I know that we've struggled to get points off Liverpool in the past, but this is a Liverpool team I do think is there for the taking. 
Uh, I think that Liverpool can be got at and can be beaten. I think we've got a great chance in our game of, of, of beating Liverpool. But yeah, I think that we need to win both games. That's a real statement, but it's not it's not the final piece of the puzzle at all. You know, we need to actually achieve something. We need to do something. Arteta has won an FA Cup and we know that. But in the reality of what he's achieved, there's nothing tangible in terms of league position that we can point to and go, yes, you know, that's success. Because whilst getting back into Europe was key, not getting top four was a big disappointment, even though I know a lot of us thought that getting back into the top six was kind of where we expected things to be. But if we'd have got into the top four, you could have really pointed to that and said, wow, you know, this team are going places. And I still think they are going places. But no, it's not the final piece of the puzzle because we need to achieve something. And we are yet to do that at the kind of, you know, the level that we need to show evidence for going in the right direction. Uh, Olu says, uh, average position of the team have faced, uh, average position of the teams Arsenal have faced, 11, Man City are 14, Spurs are 15. Why is everyone saying Arsenal have had the easiest fixtures? Because it's just the way that it goes, mate. Arsenal are talked down about all the time and underestimated. We should enjoy it. You know, I don't mind being the underdog at all. Um, Ray says, how long is this stream? I want something to keep me for the next four hours. <laughs> well, it's not going to be four hours long, Ray, so I can only apologise for that. Uh, Elliot says, frenetic pressing first 45 minutes of dominance versus Spurs or last gasp winner after a war of attrition. Dominance, mate. Uh, I don't really want to be pulling at my heartstrings for 90 minutes. I just want a dominant display, an easy win, uh, and take the three points gladly. Uh, Arteta's light bulb says, apparently Arsenal have held the highest line this season. United exploited it, and Spurs will look to do the same. How do their uh, how do their counters sit on Son? Um, look, as I've said a number of times already this show, we can't think too much about what I think Spurs are going to be doing. The only thing that I would be interested in, in changing is potentially Tierney for Zinchenko to give us a little bit more sturdiness at the back. That's it. Beyond that, we need to play our best game. And we do that by being dominant and offensive and, you know, really high pressing. So that's what we need to do personally. Um, Anza says, do you still consider Partey as a box-to-box, given that's when he's fit? He's the best deep line midfielder in the league. Uh, he controls the game better from deeper down the field. I don't agree with you. Fabinho and Rodri, I think, are ahead of Partey personally. Um, he's a box-to-box midfielder, always has been. But I just think that in terms of what he can do for Arsenal, he can also do something else. I don't like it when people want to put players into certain boxes, into certain categories. Players are malleable. Players are interchangeable. You don't have to sit them firmly in a box and say they're nothing else. Players can do more than one job. So, And so I know that you ask this question a lot. Um, it clearly means a lot more to you than it does me. But no, I don't put players in certain boxes. Um, no Fox Given says uh, Kulisevsky is the only player I rate in their side. Massive miss. The only player you rate. Slightly biased. Slightly biased. Uh, Roy says, are you tense for today? I can't wait for that kind of feeling. Um, I'm not tense. I probably will be just before we kick off. But once the game's going, I'm, I'm sunk into it. I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to seeing what can be done. Um, we are going to wrap things up there because I'm starting work in five minutes. So I need to wrap things up very swiftly and get on to the live blog. I'll be covering the games minute by minute, build up and fallout over at football.london. So do make sure that you follow us over there. You can send in some of your videos, some of your tweets, some of your feelings. Use hashtag FL Arsenal and I can endeavour to get your posts and videos into the blog. Looking forward to the game. I'll be live on the whistle over on the Arsenal way at full time and then we'll be back here at five o'clock 
to talk about the game in more detail with you guys in the chat box. So do please join us. Looking forward to that. Have an absolute great day. Drop a like on the video. Vote for us in the FCAs with the link in the description. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.